Lie number one. Going into the current crisis, the American economy was the strongest and most resilient in the world. This is one of the great lies that has been perpetrated on the American public for the last three or four decades. It is a central component of Wall Street's explanation of the current financial crisis, because Wall Street wants you to believe that everything was fine until a very limited problem called subprime mortgages exploded on the scene. Nothing could be further from the truth. The American economy has been under great stress for a long time, while our GDP and the Dow Jones Industrial Average grew to record levels each year, this masked the real underlying underperformance of our economy. GDP in America has been reported as growing for lots of reasons, many of which have nothing to do with improving the quality of life for the average American. First, GDP grew because the population increased and much of the population growth was never fully reported, as it included millions of illegal aliens entering our country. Second, United States GDP increased over the last 10 to 12 years because borrowing increased during this time. Consumption by average citizens, big businesses, banks, and our government all exploded, causing a dramatic increase in GDP, but much of this consumption and government spending was fueled by borrowing. The total amount of all debt outstanding in the United States has increased from $25 trillion to over $60 trillion in just the last 10 years, and this does not include the unfunded liabilities in our Social Security and Medicare retirement and health care plans. Individuals have borrowed substantial amounts against their houses and used the proceeds to buy almost everything, automobiles, boats, vacations, etc. Similarly, governments have gone on a spending spree of their own. The U.S. government has increased spending in the last eight years at the fastest rate in its history. It has seen an annual surplus in 2000 of $250 billion dollars turn into a nearly $2 trillion deficit expected in 2009, and it has seen total government debt more than double from $5 trillion to $11 trillion. Something like $2 trillion has been spent on the wars in Afghanistan and Iraq, but this alone does not explain the huge increase in government spending. Third, GDP has increased in the United States simply because many spouses have gone back to work. Not only does GDP increase by the wages of women who are newly working, it also increases because the working mother now has to pay for services she used to perform for free, such as babysitting, cooking meals, cleaning the house, etc. Those who stayed home always worked hard, but their efforts were not reflected in the GDP accounting. Now that they are... It appears that GDP has been growing rapidly when in actuality all that has happened is that housewives have moved from being off-balance sheet to being on-balance sheet for GDP reporting purposes. Fourth, there are many examples of things included in the GDP calculation that do not necessarily improve the quality of life for average Americans. 
Over $500 billion is spent each year trying to clean up pollution, which is both admirable and necessary, but we would not have the pollution if we had not had the GDP growth and industrial development that we have experienced historically. We did not measure the negative cost of pollution when we created it, but now we recognize as a positive contribution to GDP the cleaning up of that very same pollution. It does not make much sense. Similarly, Americans spend close to a trillion dollars on defense and homeland security. We can debate how much more secure and safe we are from this spending, but one thing is certain. It cannot be economically productive to build bombs that destroy buildings and bridges and airports and then pay construction companies to rebuild them. To the extent this circuitous logic ends up being reported as positive contributions in our GDP, it clearly overstates GDP. So, from a GDP perspective, America has not been doing as well as you would think. America has also been running a significant current account trade deficit each year. This means simply that we import much more than we export. Economists will tell you that this cannot continue forever, but it has continued for quite some time in America.